0: Привет, comrades, and welcome to our Soviets episode. I'm going to take you back to 1959, Soviet Russia. To set the scene, Nikita Khrushchev has been the Prime Minister for one year. Russia has launched Luna 1, the first man-made object to leave Earth's gravity, and the Dyatlov Pass incident has occurred, which is what we'll be talking about today. Looking up those two slash I guess three random facts, I noticed that the history of 1959 events wise was cut off in February. What do you guys think of that? <laughs> why that is? It's like it's January, K okay, talking about some politics. Uh, February, the Diatlov Pass and Luna One is launched, and then nothing for the rest of the small year. year, I guess. I guess so. Um, I was almost kind of here. My old- mom was born. Really? Yep. Oh wow! I guess we can't really. That should have been on there. We can't. Really... Oh, I guess we should. Can we add that to Soviet Russia history?
1: Sure. Uh, she's got a pretty Russian-sounding name.
2: Did somebody die? Patty. Like...
1: Patty. Right. That's <laughs> that's Russian. <right? laughs> Patty Smith. Yeah. Uh, sure. <laughs>
2: Yeah. No, but did, did somebody die or something? Like, was that just a year of mourning and nobody wrote anything down?
0: Uh, I, I guess so. Maybe they're changing some stuff and it's like, yeah, we need to start all this whole year over.
2: It was the Soviet Y2K that actually happened. Deleted everything. Mm,
0: for sure. Yes. <laughs> yeah, when 1960 hit, all the history from 1959 went away. <laughs> so, but yes, I noticed that when it comes to our soviet brethren not really um
1: so so wait what what part of the year did this take place in
0: February. uh february so okay yes so we are located in the ural mountains which for those that don't know serves as the divide for uh russia between europe and asia um it's probably the most prominent um mountains in russia um, our story begins with nine hikers who were students of the Ural Polytechnic Institute. Institute. Um, they were all experienced You gonna experience pronounce any
2: hikers. of those names,
0: Paul? Uh, no, I gave up on most of the names because the amount of syllables. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and they're
1: probably all in like Cyrillic, right? No. they, well, they I mean, were they in the? Like, they're translated. They Romanized. They're translated
0: okay. on Wikipedia, but.
2: I teach a lot of Eastern European students. I can give it a shot.
1: Okay. Um, Dmitri.
0: Yeah, I
2: mean, Igor like the main. Alexievich.
0: I mean, the main dude is Igor Dyatlov, which is pretty simple. But then it gets into like.
1: Oh, it's named after him. This incident. Yes. Or is it also called the Dyatlov Pass? Oh,
0: yes. No. Actually, the pass is named after him. So. Damn. Um, and this is where I mess up the. <laughs> Cause they're in Kolotseikol, which I'm probably okay. butchering that hard, um, and that's. But uh, they actually name the pass after him, and later on, there's actually a Dyatlov Foundation. So nice. they're actually pretty. Uh, the Russian citizens, at least in the Urals, are pretty into this incident, but um, night hikers from the Ural Polytechnic Institute uh, studying radio engineering and very industrial majors and whatnot went out on a ski tour basically they're going out for a several-day expedition in the Urals uh, they took a train and uh, hopped on a truck and started their expedition in Vizhi, the town of Vizhi, on 27 January so They initially left, yes, 27 January. So they left with 10 hikers, um, was part of the original group. And, oh, before I continue, Igor, who, again, was the leader of the group, and uh, Igor Dyatlov was the leader of the group and who the pass is named after. He had a plan to send a telegram back to his sports club once they returned. And he was projecting that to be twelve February. So when they set off, they set off with ten hikers. And one of them had to turn back due to a knee injury and he also had like heart problems and Oh yeah. Like like a laundry list of like health problems. So it's kinda like why the hell are you even going out there, guy? Yeah. <laughs> Especially in January, February, <laughs> in the mountains of Russia. So
2: and that was the the twenty one year old. That wasn't even the thirty eight year old who was having heart problems.
0: Right. Exactly. So. Um. Uh,
1: I'm sorry to like derail you, but just something kind of kind of related that I was thinking about just the other day is it's crazy how many just like bodies there are on Everest that they cannot ever retrieve. Like they're just there. I saw that there's one that people use as like a waypoint.
0: Most of them, a yeah, lot of them. It, uh, it. It's called, yeah,
1: he's called like Green Boots. Is is it one of the major ones right off the trail?
0: Absolutely. Because he's like sticking in the snow, and his boots are like sticking out or whatever. Like as if you like yeah. swan
2: dived in or something. What? Yeah. I gotta Google that. I didn't know there were a lot of bodies on Everest though either. Yeah, oh, and it's are. like you
1: you can't get them because it would just like you would probably die if you tried to like bring that much extra weight back.
0: Which is kind of odd because you think you just kind of kick them down and (laughs) they just, you know, gravity let it do its work. But But there's like three or four, I thought, that they use as like waypoints or like directional points.
2: That is not what I expected. That is a crisp, clear as day photo of a dead body just lying on the ground
1: yeah some of them are pretty preserved too since the air is so thin up there
0: and how cold they are
1: yeah yeah that's probably more of it honestly
0: i forget the name now i know they sent a couple expeditions to go find the first guy they believe to actually summit everest what is the name
1: like before edmund hillary
0: no i well yes before edmund hillary no i think before edmund hillary
1: oh like somebody tried and died like but it, but the they but something. they
0: believe yeah but yeah exactly they believe he actually summited but died on the way down, um, that sucks. Yes, sorry but, Paul, go Sorry, back, back to, to the story. So, uh, one hiker turns around, um, and this is kind of where the problems, at least the first problem, starts. Dyatlov tells this one guy that he thinks the trip will take a little longer, so to not expect a telegram on 12 February so that means they're going to be out there longer in the end when we go through this story but the families um, by the time 20 February comes around the families start demanding search parties it's like yeah we haven't heard from them they were supposed to send something 12 February we get it they were probably a little late but it is now 8 days later than the original date so in the US it's
2: the first 48 hours in Soviet Russia, it's the first 20 days.
0: Uh, it's when we get to it, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, we the people-ish. <laughs> um, so uh, they send out searchers on the 20th of February, um, and then they search for six days until they actually stumble upon their campsite. So now we're at 26 February. And to be honest, what they find was a little eerie because um, can you imagine just it's all snowy? I mean, it's February in the mountains and they right. find their tents that were half torn, covered in snow, which, OK, you know, could just be the elements, what have you. Um, but they realize that the tents were cut open from the inside. So okay, so again, a again, little odd, but also you can kind of like, okay, maybe the snow is so bad that it covered up their entranceway, what have you. Um, yeah, or if one
1: is having like a, a panic attack or something.
0: Yes, and that actually we'll get to later. There's some like weird okay. reasoning that for all this, but um, so okay, they're cut from the inside, uh, which isn't too crazy, but they also find all of their belongings. Like, okay. everything, to include their shoes. And that's where it starts getting, okay, what is going on?
2: Inside the tent. They found Inside the stuff. tent. Yeah, like, oh, their
0: packs, Christ. their skis, um, all of, right. like, a lot of their, like, coats and stuff. Um, and their shoes. Like, everyone's shoes. Uh, <laughs> exactly. It's Sorry. not, like, a pair of shoes. It's, like, all nine of their shoes are in there.
1: Uh, for okay, the most part. I'm sure you'll get to this, but our are any of the bodies like immediately there?
0: No. So, okay. Um, they find tracks. So bare, they're barefoot tracks. Like some of them have socks on. I think a couple of them have like one shoe on, but you can tell that even weirder, even weirder. Right. Well, you can kind of tell that they're trying to get out of there in a hurry. So they, you know, it looks stressful because everything's all kind of mangled and there are no shoes for the most part. But they follow these tracks to about 1.5 kilometers away, um, so about a mile ish away to a forest, and that's where they start finding the bodies. Um, they made it, it a like, mile. As you, probably are, God. as you probably already know, all nine hikers are dead.
1: Yeah. So nobody's survive- surviving this.
0: Exactly, especially you know at night for however many days. So. Um, at this point, about a month they've been out here until they've been found, from 27 January to 26 February. So they go to the forest, and they find the first two bodies. And it honestly looks kind of normal. They find the remains of a small fire, trying to keep warm whatnot. But the weird thing is, is that they're stripped down to their underwear. So they've got zero clothes on. Um, nice and we'll kind of get to this at the end a little bit but um there's like two kind of speculations as to why they're naked one of them being uh the other hikers you know saw that they're dead or whatnot so they took or about to die took the clothes for their own warmth which kind of makes sense survival way but also um which hasn't been seen very often but this is a prime example of it, of what's called paradoxical I'm gonna butcher these words if I don't read them. Uh, paradoxical undressing. Right. So if you're not familiar, paradoxical undressing is the theory that when you are hypothermic, your body is trying to conserve as much heat as possible. Um, and within the last, some even say like 10 minutes of your life, Your body does something where it tricks all of the nerves and basically just tries to rapidly heat up the body. So it literally feels like you're on fire. Yeah. Like burning, melting skin on fire because your nerves are just freaking out trying to warm itself up. So obviously if you don't know what's going on and you've been hypothermic for so long – your first initial reaction is like, "I'm on fire. I need to get all my clothes off,"
1: which I'm sure only hurts the uh, the problem.
0: Exactly, and that's why they say it's like oh the whole five thing. ten minutes, and now you're taking your clothes off, and you almost instantly die. But the hard part with that is it's hard, like you can't witness it because if you're witnessing it, you need to save this guy, and also yeah. like it's just kind of a theory because that, this is
1: why we need somebody like Joseph Mengele.
0: well (laughs) i don't know about that one (laughs) 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 um but uh yeah so they found it that theory a little bit too in other cases where they find these naked bodies and clothes all around them and they kind of allude to that so that's one of those theories um and these are the first two so later on about i think they said about 500 to like 700 meters away they find three more bodies to include Dyatlov. Um, so
2: we're up to five now? Yes,
0: yeah, so we're up to five. And these three are posed in a way to show that they were actually trying to make their way back to the campsite. Um, but they were kind of dispersed amongst each other. That's why it's kind of like 500 and 600 and 700 meters away. And you can kind of tell that as you go along, the further person is also taking clothes off the previous two. So,
2: oh, um, so again, like kinda... they they get seven hundred meters away, w- they start like collapsing. They take the clothes off of one guy, mm-hmm. keep making their way back to camp. Another one goes down, takes clothes.
0: Yep, exactly. And then oh, another, God. and then however many further meters away, that last like fifth guy dies as
2: well. What's crazy so... to me is that like these are pretty small distances but like in the conditions that i'm sure that they were dealing with took so long to traverse that they basically like went through the stages of like hypothermia to death exactly
1: like some of these people are in theory like within eyeshot eyesight of each other yeah when they're dying
2: but they might not even have known that right Yeah,
0: especially if it's at night, you know, if it's snowing or something. Blizzard conditions possibly, Exactly, you could even see right in front of you. So, um, which I can kind of relate a little bit, because I tried doing some winter camping this last winter, (laughs) and I (laughs) got to a point in the mountains that I am, I was basically in this rock field on like five feet of like powdery snow, and I kept on falling through. Oh, cuz I was like packing it down but there would be a loose spot near a rock so I'd fall through and like have to kind of like climb and dig myself out every time so and, and I was going at this for like an hour and I think I made it upwards of maybe 20 30 meters max Oh my god <laughs> Oh oh it was it was treacherous and uh
2: Jesus
0: So I can only imagine you know probably something similar and kind of leading into this too they couldn't find the last four hikers until four months later so i think oh in uh, in in the the
2: summer or something
0: kind of when it's starting to kind of warm up a little bit i think may late may almost june they find the last four hikers under 13 feet of snow in a ravine (laughs) so exactly so you got to imagine you know probably over those months they've just been snowed on but they probably sank, like how I was saying, probably sank below, already hypothermic and just died within the snow Awful So, you know, in that kind of inter-time they started an investigation, basically once they found the first five bodies they started this investigation and they pretty obviously concluded that these five died of hypothermia just based off their, in you know they just have frostbite and those kind of basic injuries But it starts to get a little weird once they find these last four. And that's where this kind of story kind of comes from. They find the last four and what they find wrong with them is what changes the narrative. Because they conclude that one of these last four probably died of hypothermia. But the other three were most likely trauma injuries. So one of the hikers, he had a, a massive skull fracture. And two other hikers had major chest fractures. And like I said, the last one was most likely hypothermia with no major trauma to them. Right. But um, when they did the autopsies, they said that the head and chest fractures were so massive and detrimental that it would have been like as if you were hit by a car. That the amount of force to cause these was so high that it would almost be impossible for a human to do it and then along with that there were also no external wounds so oh, yes exactly so like you imagine you know if someone was like bashing someone's head in or chest in there were no superficial wounds so that kind of
2: shockwave death
0: exactly and that's why they kind of say like it would have taken high levels of pressure applied to them to do this interesting yeah
1: so i mean is that could that have been caused by like falling on something you think or would would that even cause soft tissue damage
0: i think like that would cause some tissue damage too because you would have massive bruising and depending right. what you fall on you'd still have abrasions and lacerations so, oh so
1: you're saying there wasn't even bruising no jesus it was christ just, so it's like it came it's like they were wounded from the inside Almost. Yes. <laughs> weird, okay. right?
0: Or just some massive, yeah. like, pressure. Um, and there's one theory that I think is the theory, but I'll get to that at the end of what, okay. what I think. Um, okay. I know, right? And there's several theories. <laughs> I'm waiting. I'm ready. Um. So that's the first weird part of their injuries. Further yet, they... Th- those three that had these injuries are also missing body parts.
1: What the are you serious? Yes.
0: And not like I And mean, obviously you are, but not yeah. Not <laughs> so like you're not
1: gonna pull it over on us, but uh,
0: Yes, this whole thing's a lie, actually. <laughs> I'm just making it. Up. <laughs> but um And they're not like missing body parts like an arm or a leg or something. It's like so Dubina or uh, this is where I'm going to get to the names and probably butcher them. It's Dubinia, or Dubinina, <laughs> uh, was miss, nice missing her tongue, eyes, <laughs> part of the lips, as well as facial tissue, and a fragment of skull bone.
2: What? Yes. Missing um, a fragment of skull bone. Exactly. Um, and But that, there
1: were no skin damage yes is that right? exactly well,
2: i guess except for those things though
0: uh, oh exactly you know the facial tissue and lips i think like what
2: i'm oh, picturing okay. is like internal organ like broken rib damage but no like ripped skin or like surface tissue bruising R- correct Oh, right
1: so maybe there was like the the skull fragment was probably like ripped out but there was no soft tissue damage where the wounds that caused their death was exactly, maybe, right? Exactly.
2: That's yeah. kind of how okay. I heard it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like,
0: um, and then Zolotaryov, his eyeballs were missing. And Dude. Alexander Kolyvov. What? His eyebrow. Wait, wait, Did I say eyeballs or eyebrows? Eyeballs. 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 The next guy, his eyebrows were missing.
1: <laughs> what the fuck? Like the, just the hair or the skin under the oh, hair I, the too? The skin
0: under the hair apparently too. Like, as if... Somebody's creating Frankenstein.
1: Like, you're scalping someone? Kind of like the
0: same thing, put your eyebrows. But, obviously, that doesn't show these chest injuries. You know, my eyeballs are missing, but why do I have a giant chest injury? Right.
2: And, they... I read that they, like, interrogated local, like, indigenous people. um, Thinking that they were, like, attacked. Like, the party was attacked by by you know other humans and so like yeah maybe human behavior could explain weird like uh deformation or what, what am i trying to think of um um th- these weird like deformations i don't
0: know the words on the tip of my tongue
2: i know it'll come later but you know what i mean um but then again mutilations. There are these like internal mutilations yes <laughs> that's the <laughs> but word. then there are, th- there are these internal injuries that are um that, that take it out of, like, human hands. And the investigation into the indigenous people turned up nothing. So it's, like, definitely not humans, but, like, how do we lose eyeballs and eyebrows and tongues? Right. Right? Um, yes, they were called
0: the Mansi people, and they are interviewed and whatnot. But they basically ruled them out because, like you said, they said, like, yeah, we have no idea what's going on. And also, there are no other footprints and no signs of a hand-to-hand struggle. Right. Um, but what are you guys thinking initially? Before we get into some of these theories, what the fuck happened?
1: Well, okay. One thing I would like to say that I don't know if you had it, but it was one of the things that actually like stuck out to me from when I first read about this years ago. And if you did say it, I'm going to feel like a moron, but um, they, they found on one of the victims' clothing. Oh, yes. Like, high levels of radiation.
0: Yes, sorry. Me- forgot uh, to only mention Only one that. of their clothing. Yes. Uh, high levels of radiation was found on one of the hiker's clothing.
1: And so, like, I feel like if they had something with them that had some sort of radioactive source, that would be mentioned, right? Like,
0: Well, and that's just it. That would, oh. that would
1: be easily explained away by that, but as far as I know, there's nothing that they would have had with them that... You know, they weren't carrying, like, plutonium with them for some reason, you know.
0: <laughs> to keep warm. Yes. Yeah. Um, plus, all their gear, most of their gear is back at their tents. Right. So even Fair if point. they did have something, it w- they didn't have it on them because most of their gear is at their tents.
1: Yeah. And it's only one of them. So, like, even if they had, you'd think if they were exposed to something, it would be more than one.
0: Exactly. What do
1: you, so what do I think? What do you think? What do you <laughs> think happened? Um i don't know a wendigo or something like <laughs> i don't know what is that a wendigo you know the um it's like a i mean it's like canadian i think like yeah it's like Inuit folklore but it's it's like a monster that oh like a yeti no it like i, I think it like flies oh, or it's awful. it might not fly but it's like it's gaunt and gray yes and hairless and I think it's like anything that antlers? flies
2: in frozen environments is just evil don't try to change my mind. I mean, well,
0: it's in that one what, game we played, Kane. Remember the with the butterfly uh, effect that we oh, borrowed from uh, Ruben. Oh my god! Oh, what a deep oh, dive!
1: Oh, what is that? Uh, da, da, something dawn or
0: yes, until dawn.
1: Until dawn, yeah. That that's a Wendigo. That. That's right, and that had that uh, damn Rami Malek in it.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> what and, the like, heck? Like Hayden Panettiere or whatever?
1: Yeah, for sure. This was a video game? Yeah. Yeah, it was like a video game where they did like motion capture of actual people. And it was like a – you were at like a party in like a skiing cabin of some dude who had like lost his brother or something. So he was like kind of fucked in the head. And they were like – they were all friends, but there was a lot of tension. And then it's a game where you like make decisions. And every decision you make changes. And it's like a bunch of people die. Based on your decisions, or like nobody dies, whatever. It's a cool game. That's awesome. But, um,
2: so your theory, Kane, is the Wendigo.
1: Well, not seriously, but I—I I mean, I don't have a serious theory. I have absolutely no idea. I guess if I—if uh, I had to think about it, maybe like I can't—I can't think of something that would explain the radiation. But as far as them, like, if they got. If things were looking, like, grim, like, if the weather was, like, really bad and it got in their heads that they were going to die out there, I could see, like, one person just going crazy and then it maybe, like, in, like, a mass hysteria thing. Kind of, like, everybody started to really freak out, even, like, to the level of ripping open the tent and just running. And then, like, maybe two of them ran and then, like, other people were, like, well, shit, we got to go follow them and get them. But then, you know, they die. But I don't know
2: i i like that because it's sort of related to the theory that i first pursued but then eventually debunked by myself because whatever so i was thinking that extreme cold combined with high elevation means like low oxygen levels right yeah and oxygen deprivation can lead to hallucinations so i was thinking like maybe you know tent buried by a little bit of snow, adds to that mix, it's, it's, you know, bad oxygen deprivation, they start to hallucinate, some people go crazy or whatever. Another thing that I thought helped this case was like the footprints leading away from the tent, they, um, I think I remember reading that it didn't look like anyone was running away from the tent. It looked no. like they were walking away at like a normal Walking pace. Yeah. So I was like, well, no Interesting. sane yeah, human being is going to do that with the, in their underwear or whatever, or in their jeans and socks. Um, but then I found out, like the Ural Mountains, the highest peak is only like a like 1,500 meters, and that's not that's not oh, low okay. oxygen level right. elevation. So I was like, well, there goes that idea. That's but a, I mean, to your point, like more than just Low oxygen can drive a human to do insane things. Yes. Yeah,
1: and I mean, wouldn't you think though that like one person would keep a level head and like stay at the right, but who knows in those kind of situations?
0: Yeah, who knows? That guy could have died first just based off the conditions <laughs> the level-headed <one. laughs> like sadly, take out the smart one. <laughs> yeah. I've got a couple. Uh, I think I've got one more fact for you guys. One more report, okay. rather. So, um, the investigators, after they found these three last three bodies, they deem the cause to be compelling natural forces.
1: Okay, expand on that.
0: I wish. That's it. They just compelling natural forces, and that's the we'll laziest ca- report I've well, ever it's, heard. it's
1: in like, it, my it, like get, if you can't no find way. an answer, what do what do you say? You know that? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, and we'll kind of go into some of the theories after this next fact, but, uh, it was later discovered that another group of hikers about 50 miles away reported. They saw a strange orange flying orbs like Get spheres the in the air, <laughs> in the area. Um, and that this was also reconfirmed by similar reports from other individuals in other towns, um, throughout okay. the general area.
1: I didn't want to say it when you guys asked, but now I am sure it was aliens. Huh. I am absolutely positive. You cannot change my mind on that.
2: <laughs> Somebody's okay. always gotta sorry. Gotta go it there. is
1: the only. It is the Z variable that explains all of these things. Okay,
2: it, it's the Z variable that explains everything. Get out of here, a good well, alien
1: go-to. Boy. Uh, I'll give okay. you that. Well, hey, you, when you figure it out, Dan, you go ahead and tell me. All right, when you find out what happened, to these <laughs> I guys. know
2: the answer. Okay, I'm saving it till Paul's <clears throat> right. signal.
1: Yeah. Very noble of you. <laughs> I I <laughs> think
2: I think it's something related
0: to it though. Personally, okay. uh, I do Okay, too. I think I know where yes. you may be going, but Part I'll, I'll of let you get there. Part of my theory
2: is related to the orange orbs.
0: Okay, I think we might be in the same uh, same path here. But so <laughs> they see these orange orbs flying around in the area. The general conclusion as to what happened to the hikers, and we will go through each one of them are that there was an avalanche there is catabatic winds which i'll explain what that is in a moment infrasound also caused by winds uh military tests and then of course the paradoxical undressing which relates but i don't think that really
2: explains so no cross that one out no way
0: uh, like it explains like the first couple maybe but it's hypothermia um so avalanche um now dan we were talking to our brief intermission intermission a little bit here what do you know about the avalanche theory
2: what i know about the avalanche theory is that it could explain one why they're so spread out two why they exited the tent in such a rapid haphazard way because like if you imagine like snow starting to, like, uncouple and press against the side of their tent, like, maybe where the entrance is, and they're like, oh, shoot, got to get out of here quick, and then they cut it open and start, but, you know, walking. And... Anyways, why they're so spread out, why they got out so quick, and then um, uh, the internal entries, right, wasn't, isn't, like, the idea, like, if you if they were buried if a couple of them were buried by snow that would be enough pressure to like oh yeah cause possible internal i could see possibly that's all i know actually gotcha um, in the in the pro avalanche theory column now ask me to fight against the avalanche theory and i am ready
1: <laughs> yeah it looks like it looks like there's a few things that debunk it
2: yes and you We've mentioned like it. the walking like if you right
0: If an avalanche is coming at you, you're not walking. (laughs) You're hightailing out of there. Even if it was like
2: that slow creep initially, right?
0: Yeah. Also, kind of going off, and we kind of talked about it too, is the initial reports that the searchers made were that there was no avalanche based off the snow. That the snow wasn't like um, moved or there were no signs that an avalanche had occurred. Right. But
2: not it's enough a... like debris lying around.
1: I can I can't believe there's like a field of, of snow forensics like they know what <laughs> oh, yeah. snow looks like when it It's like a fire marshal figuring out an arson but the opposite, I guess.
0: <laughs> yeah, the opposite <laughs> temperature at least, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: I you know I was about to bring something up. There was a note that the tree one of the tr- the tree that, like, the first couple of bodies were under that said, like, the branches up to, like, five meters off the ground were all broken away. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, so that sort of led me to believe the avalanche theory more. But then wasn't that also the tree where they were, like, huddled around the remains of a fire?
0: Yes. They said uh, that uh, they believe that one of the hikers climbed the tree to kind of see where the camp was. mm um, or or uh, for whatever reason, to see Get some firewood. a distance, see a distance, and, uh, and most likely he broke them as he came down. Ouch! But also, they think they would have mentioned that all of the trees in this forested area were broken to show signs of an avalanche when it was only this one mm. tree. So,
1: all right,
2: debunked. Debunked,
0: but debunked. Um, they did talk about a 2015 investigation. Saying that the possibility based off the weather for that day, that they had very strong and high winds and stuff, and that could have caused an avalanche. But again, I, I still believe that the original searchers would have obviously known that there was an avalanche. And then also with that too, why the first five hikers aren't under snow, mm. but the other three are under thirteen of 13 feet of snow. And that's where it kind of gets weird and kind of inconclusive. but So, Avalanche, kind of out. Next, Catabatic Winds. And I did have to look this one up. And it's pretty yeah. rare.
2: And raw. It's, it sounds intense.
0: Oh, yeah. So, basically, what Catabatic Winds are... So, they happen in the mountains when you have... Um, it's they're also called drainage winds so when you're at a higher elevation and have a very steep downward slope the air sometimes will get very very dense at the top of the mountain and they actually the force of gravity will it's kind of weird but it'll drop the air down the mountain and kind of carry it out like a chute so um, they also call it fall wind so This air, this dense air, is basically falling down the mountain as wind, and then it shoots across the plain that it's near. So it can cause, most of the time, around 10 knots of wind, but it can get up to hurricane speeds.
1: Uh, For the layman, 10 knots, what is that?
2: (laughs) Um, I've never understood knots. Same, dude. Well, I know, like, where it comes from, what the original measurement was to, to figure yeah. it out, but I still don't know how to translate it.
0: My, hear it Man, you says. you should have been in the Navy, Paul. Uh,
2: no. Um... <laughs> oh,
0: sorry. <laughs> Big N.O. Um... <laughs> All respect for sailors. As yeah, I think right we got here. a
2: couple, couple Navy listeners.
0: Uh-oh. Well, I'm going to put my foot down when it comes to that. We do not support Navy uh, sailors on this podcast.
1: No, um, I'm fine with making any dramatic stance. Okay, We can be whatever hardcore Good. podcast we need to be. Okay. We
2: should document a list of all of the ones that we make because yeah. there's already like a clean dozen.
1: Okay, put, Yeah, Anthony Fauci, you're not off the hook yet. <laughs> Motherfucker.
2: <laughs> yeah, Seaman,
0: put my foot down. Um, <laughs> uh, got it.
1: Cape Horn. <laughs>
0: Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the list goes on. But yeah. um, my, like, translation isn't the right word, but transition is 18 kilometers per hour. But I've always understood knots as one knot equals about, like, 1.2 miles per hour, somewhere okay. around there. It's not much different than miles per hour, but. Gotcha. So, um. That's one of the theories of what happened and what kind of because I'm cause. a big fan
2: of that theory.
0: I am too, but and especially with the high density of air and uh, I feel like it could possibly cause some of the injuries. But I still feel like, you know, if you have these hurricane winds and you're walking how do you not fall down or you know right. how do you even get up in that sense that's so, true
2: dang it it always comes back to those damn footprints man cuz i had some i had like 3 points ready pro catabatic katab- katab- wind team and it's those footprints man
0: it's those footprints also, yeah
1: don't you think maybe that if there was wind that strong don't you think that <clears throat> sorry don't you think the tent would have gone
2: well, so Possibly. part of what I read was that, like, or what people were theorizing was, maybe before they left their tent, they they shoveled snow onto it. And when they discovered, when um How, search party... Okay. okay, go ahead, what?
1: Well, if they had the time and foresight to do that, why wouldn't they put on shoes?
2: Yeah, yeah, you're sure. right. But also, like, but why... This probably fits with multiple theories, but where is this? They said, oh, yeah, when the search party found the tent, there was also a, like a torch, like a lantern on top of the tent.
1: Mm-hmm. Interesting.
2: Yeah. So like they leaving, that seems to indicate that they wanted to get back, which, again, sports multiple theories. But it's just another thing to just throw out there and shit on your theories. Yeah.
0: Yes. Um, I think it's very possible these did happen, but I don't think they're the true cause of why someone's missing their eyeballs.
2: Ah, oh, damn it! <laughs> you know, oh, yeah, or the radiation. <laughs> uh, but
1: even uh, that, like eyebrows, uh, and all that. So, what have we even talked about? Um, no one mentioned like uh, Yeti when we were talking about theories i and to be fair i went straight to aliens that was uh, <laughs> that shocked the room so maybe i should have started with yeti kind of scared but then, us hey, away but then from we got him. the orbs we got a lot to we got a lot to think about oh buddy. there's so Story, much the orbs here. are
2: not yeti but but then wouldn't a yeti leave soft external tissue damage
1: probably when probably he beat yeah beat
0: your chest in also where are the tracks or shit. The, the fact yeah. that they find tracks. Very of
1: progressive of you,
2: Dan.
0: Most of these people. <laughs> I'm
2: not trying to misgender the Yeti. Yeah. <laughs>
0: but I feel like they would have found more tracks.
1: Okay. Now, Paul, talk about infrasound because I don't even know. That concept does not even like register with me.
0: Yes. And I- I'm honestly still a little confused by it. But, right. Um, <laughs> just like the science behind it. But. Um, it was apparently popularized by Donny Eikers in the 2013 book Dead Mountain. Talking about how infras- infrasound can be caused by uh, extremely violent winds like the catabatic winds. And the sound that they make, these winds, cause people to have extreme physical discomfort. And mental distress so basically like a panic attack interesting yes
1: do you think that's do you think that's at all similar to you know like if you're driving on the highway and you have a window down and it's at the right level where there's that like rhythmic like thumping and it is very like disconcerting it's like it immediately i don't know if you guys have ever even experienced that oh yes but it's like if you're at the right speed and it just starts like do 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 and it's, it's, like, it pisses me off.
2: You want it to stop It. I'm all I'm immediately, costs. like, roll out
1: that window. Yeah. I cannot tolerate this for a second longer. Yeah.
0: I believe that's caused by the rims, or so I've been told. Though, when the rims hit a certain speed that the air is causing that. The
1: tire rims? So I've been told. I don't know. <laughs> Interesting. Okay, so it makes, like, some sort of, like, vortex that...
0: exists, man. It just gets to a speed where the air just hits it, and it just, every time... the lack of a better word spoke turns it just creates that noise that's what I've been told I don't know if that's okay accredited
2: you know I've always wanted my own wind tunnel and this is just the impetus to actually go through with it
0: right <laughs> yeah so they kind of this theory kind of gets popularized because they think okay they're in this panic attack they don't know what to do so they just think we got to get away from it um Because it's just, uh, I don't even know if it's an actual sound you can hear, but they just think...
1: I would think not, just by the name, right?
0: Yes. um,
1: Like infrared?
0: Yeah, exactly. Yes, it says that it's below the lower limit of audibility, um, around 20 hertz. So it's more of just like a pressure and noise that you just can't hear. But they think that this caused this panic attack, and that's why... They just kind of start running around. Um, and also the other three victims were the result of just stumbling over a ledge of the ravine in the darkness. Um, but again, Damn I it. don't know how, y- like, you're missing eyebrows <laughs> right. and eyeballs, you know, from a sound. Kind of fishy,
2: but I knew we needed a cosmetic expert on this podcast.
0: Yeah. Um, and the final one, um, they actually do talk about a yeti, kind of backtrack in here, but huh. uh, it like I think it's just one Don't dude. Don't give that, him that. <laughs> they do. There's just one dude. I think he's like, yeah, I bet it was a yeti, and that's kind of like, um, I think that kind of sensationalized the yeti theory in
1: general. Right, but I mean, even I will admit that's pretty easy to write off as just like, well, there is no yeti, <laughs> you know. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. Definitely, definitely something we would have seen by now. I would, have, I would think for sure, by now. Exactly. Except, except that skunk ape in Florida. I don't know if you guys are on the tip on that one, but that's another story. Oh no, <laughs> it's very. If you're listening, look into it. The skunk ape because it's actually like fairly compelling. There's like a photograph that is, uh, pretty scary. I'd say, awful.
0: it's like so it's like a crossbreed between a skunk and an ape.
1: No, it's called the skunk ape because it smelled very bad. Like, oh. Before this, oh, it was like an God. old woman that found that, like, it would come into her yard. And she was, like, writing letters to the police long before she could see it. She could smell it.
0: Interesting. And they don't think. I'll like, like show a, you guys the photo after. Is it, like, a yeah. Bigfoot, they think? Oh, uh, what's up? Do they think it's, like, Bigfoot or
2: something?
1: Like, similar. Yeah. Similar. Big, tall. Like, I think, like, eight feet tall. Big fucking ape.
2: Interesting stuff like that is part of the reason why I'm just gonna live in a city forever <laughs> yeah
1: Fair. okay sorry let's talk about these uh, let's talk about this next theory
2: so it's a good this, one.
0: this last one I think is the most believable so it's the military right <laughs> and I yeah. say that from uh, a perspective of my own because we don't always do everything right
2: <laughs> but yeah, and
1: uh, Soviets in the in 59.
2: Yeah. Um, so, they okay. <laughs> still had training wheels. <laughs> uh, yes,
0: <Yeah>. very <laughs> much so. And you gotta remember, Siberia, kind of where the Ural Mountains are, is a very big test bed for everything that they can think of. So, mm. they speculate that the campsite fell within a obviously secret Soviet parachute mine range. So, these are basically mines that they parachute down from an aircraft, and they would explode in the air, rather than, like, mines on the ground. <laughs> and they think that they're just running a test, uh, or an exercise, and they just got caught up in it. So, wow, yeah, pretty just shitty fucking luck, right?
2: Because, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean... Why cut hole inside of your tent,
1: though? Right. Because unless, like, w- well, I guess it would be like the explosion alarmed them. But then at that point, it's just basically the infrasound thing. But it was a bomb exploding rather than infrasound.
2: Yeah. It could be, too. I see. So then, but those damn footprints, man. Yeah. Well, if- well
1: I mean, were the mines, were they nuclear mines? Did the Soviets have nuclear weapons in '59? Um, they probably did.
0: Probably. They're probably testing them at least. Let me um, check. They had a similar fi- similar theory alleges that the testing of radiological weapons, um, probably based on the discovery of that one person having uh, radioactivity in his clothes. But they kind of dispel that because the radioactive dispersal would have affected all the hikers again. Um, and not... In some of their equipment too,
2: but unless okay, unless radiological weapon goes off, is there shrapnel in those? What, what what's the deal there? Some there sort wouldn't of... be like
1: added shrapnel, I wouldn't think, but no. like the casing of the bomb could like yeah, so like
2: minor sharp yeah. piece of casing goes flying through the air, pierces the abdomen of one of the hikers, therefore irradiating. Nope. No his body and the no but why would the Soviets report that why would they report oh, the you're location saying this is like, and type of nuclear testing that they're doing
1: maybe the Soviets didn't right I mean not the, like the government not the government, yeah like
2: but... hit it you know yes they, I mean, they mentioned everything else except for that little tidbit
0: true um and okay that's a fair point they do kind of mention that like the Soviets did kind of take hold of this case and hide some of the the photos and and some other right. stuff. So it's very believable that something Love else to see those photos. something else happened. Um
1: just for the record, the Soviets have had they got nuclear weapons in
2: 1949, so Okay. Do, so do, are there any photos of this?
1: Oh yeah. There are Probably not. No, I there are. Check. I'll check, but I feel like I would have seen them. I was, like, originally interested in this.
0: Yeah, okay, no, I believe there the are f- desk. photos of the hikers. And oh, yeah, obviously okay, I'm seeing these. S- obviously some beforehand, too,
2: but... Oh, God, this oh, that's God. terrifying, man. They're just like, woo, spring break pictures. Yeah, right, They're all happy? They're like, yeah, ugh.
1: No, but here's a picture of the tent. Here's uh, the body of uh, Lyudmila Dubinina, Um Oh yeah, they got they got a lot of the bodies actually. So I was wrong. They didn't hide the photos. Oh, this is a particularly <laughs> scary photo. Doesn't say who it is, but this is the this is a dead body if I've ever seen one.
0: Is it the oh, one God. missing the eyes?
1: It looked like it could have been missing, but it was like a person laying on their back. Their hands were up in like claw shapes and their mouth was open and
0: Oh yeah. I know. I'm looking at that same one. Oh yeah. no, dude.
2: That dude has no eyes. Oh, this
1: is this is terrible radio. <laughs> describing <the> photo.
2: <laughs> <This is laughs> right? Nobody wins with this. <laughs> yeah, awful. Naked. Okay,
1: so now that's that's the end of the theories, right, Paul? The the like
0: yes. possible explanations. Um, and it kind of these exploding air mines basically kind of also fit the flying orb, the orange orb. They theory do. Too. I was
1: thinking about that, but then wouldn't like. If they could see orbs, don't you think they would have heard an explosion or been able to identify that it was an explosion, not an orb? Or was it like that far away?
0: Uh, Yeah, I mean they said they were fifty miles away, so I'm surprised they even saw it. Okay. Um, Yeah. And like they could have been closer when they actually saw it, but. um, And also, you got to think if it's like these crazy winds, they wouldn't. Oh yeah,
1: winds that would drown it out. Absolutely. Sound of an explosion. Yeah.
0: So um, I think that kind of fits
1: it's yeah it's possible that's actually like in my mind probably the the best possible mm-hmm. and then, but i mean but then don't you think m- more of the people would be irradiated
0: i honestly think that the... one piece of shrapnel
1: oh that's right you're, <laughs> yes you're one piece of shrapnel your you're
0: theory yes
1: oh but but dan it was um <clears throat> oh geez i just clipped my audio very big there uh It was not a person that was raided. It was one person's clothing. Yep. Damn it. Exactly.
0: And, like, I think when it comes to that, I honestly think that's where, like, the whole cover-up thing gets. That they... It's still weird that the bodies aren't, but I feel like that more of it was probably irradiated. I don't know. Like, I don't know how you hide that. Because you talk about, like, Chernobyl. Obviously, way different scale, but... (laughs) You just can't hide radiation.
1: But, I mean, if they were hiding it, don't you think they would have made it look less sketchy? Like, oh, the fact definitely. that there's even these questions is like, if they wanted to scrub it, they would have been like, ah, we found the bodies, they all died of natural causes.
2: I mean, or not, though, dude. Because, like, don't you remember, like, a, a handful of years ago? Like this is gonna be so vague and I feel bad putting this out there like this but there was some Russian shipping companies you know like container ship taken over by pirates and uh you know what the Russian special forces or whoever was responding to that situation like took the ship back over and everyone you know every country was like, Hey, so what are you gonna do with those pirates? And Russia was like, "What pirates?"
1: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I don't know. It
2: just seems like something that they might do. Like, we we're just gonna nah, fuck it, just not talk about it. Or I don't know.
0: It definitely fits their whatever it
2: is there. Yeah.
0: Definitely not their first time hiding (laughs) evidence or events. (laughs)
2: And that's the okay. thing too. Like it's it's the Soviet Union in 1959. Like, true. We're not gonna get anything straight from them. And if there's a question, it's probably has to do with nuclear weapons. I, don't I know. have
1: um, I have some debunking uh, that I uh, <clears throat> I just read. And literally, this is a Reddit comment with no sources. So <laughs> take it take f- it at its face. But okay, it's uh. Um, with only one exception, each body that showed signs of physical trauma was found in the bottom of a ravine. So falling, pretty good explanation for that. The two bodies that were missing parts of their faces were found face down in running water. So the damage could be consistent with like fish and or insects in the water scavenging their faces. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. I, I, we didn't say anything about the discoloration of the bodies, but uh, the embalming process and preparation of the body can sometimes... That doesn't... What?
0: I think they talk Um, about mummification, like the snow and stuff like that.
1: Um, The types and amount of radiation found were never released, only that there were just a handful of items with detectable radiation. Trace amounts on a couple of items could be explained by their lanterns were (laughs) thorium-based.
2: Oh, yikes.
1: Uh. Um, Additionally, they were hiking in a known nuclear testing area, so even environmental radiation would not be surprising.
2: All we need now is to hear that they, like, all had some sort of leg injury that, uh, like, prevented them from running. They could only walk right. at a yes. pace. Yes, that's the last
0: loose end.
1: <laughs> oh, here we go. The only remaining mysteries are, why did one of the hikers who didn't fall into the ravine have broken knuckles and a bruised face? And why did so many people report glowing lights in the sky around the time?
2: That's, I don't think that's all there is.
1: I all the remaining mysteries. mysteries. Yeah. Well, this guy is definitely, this guy is like, the way he's wording this whole thing is like he's pissed off that people are even interested in the Dyatlov Pass. So maybe maybe this guy's a Russian agent. Oh, he Maybe he works for the FSB, and he's trying to squash it.
2: Well, you're next.
1: Yeah. This is published, my friend. Yeah. This is public.
2: <laughs> oh, no. It's public recording. Yes,
1: but they do talk
0: about, like, scavenging animals kind of eating mm. away at some of the people and kind of saying that's why, but... You know, I also think if you're a coyote or whatever, you're not gonna eat an eyeball. You're going for <laughs> something a little more substantial. But yeah,
2: I also it I think I was in the same gallery of images that you were a second ago, Kane. But there was one picture. The caption was like, uh, "Unknown, unidentified, uh, like humanoid or whatever," and it was this picture. And, then like, off in, the, off in the woods, there was just this blurry man-shaped figure. But apparently, they were unable to identify who it was from the picture. Oh, Which, yeah, I mean, sure. easily enough, it could have been somebody in their own party. But I was like, of course. Of course they have to have this picture.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes.
0: Um, and that's funny that you mention it. Because there, there's a movie. Oh, it's called. Of course, there is. It's called the Devil's Pass, and
1: <laughs> how old is it?
0: Uh ah, twenty thirteen. Oh,
2: sorry. No, that's okay. I wouldn't have gotten it. Um, I would have said two thousand six.
0: No, not yeah, not that old. And it's a Russian and British film, and it talks about the outlaw Pass, but it goes down more so the route of a. Russian military site and that they have found a time portal. I
1: love it. And I love it. Keep going.
0: Keep going. Okay. So you're okay with spoilers?
1: Oh, ruin it. I want to hear the whole thing. <laughs> okay.
0: Okay. Um, so they find like, there's like, they talk about an avalanche. There's <laughs> these military, and I've only watched the trailer in this theory, but, um, There's these military people that start shooting at them, so they find this secret door in the mountain, but it's only locked from the outside. Like, it's, you know, you can't open it from the inside um, kind of deal. And they go in there, they find this time portal thing, but there's also these two monsters that are, like, humanoid creatures trying to, you know, kill them. (laughs) They eventually lock themselves in the same room as the time portal with the two monsters outside and they have to go through the portal because that's like, what else are we going to do? And lo and behold, they get transported back in time to when they first started the military site. And, oh. but, but their bodies and they become these humanoid creatures, the two humanoid creatures and obviously the scientists and stuff like that capture them and test them and shit like that, but that's the like like explanation that the two creatures that are attacking them present day, are themselves. Oh, fuck. After oh, they've man. already killed all the that's military. Heavy stuff. Oh yeah. So it's just like kind of of lost. It's like this never ending <laughs> of like, yes, of themselves attacking themselves, and obviously you don't realize it because they're creatures.
2: That's awesome. But oh. Yeah. I love cool. how that's an answer, but also just really not an answer. Yeah. I would believe uh, yeah.
0: that over any of these other theories.
2: <laughs> 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 I mean, I just I just I kind of enjoy movies that don't conclude. Yeah. For sure. Leave you guessing. Yeah.
1: Like the show Lost. Don't talk <laughs> to me about Lost. If I hey, if you're listening to this and you've got some free time, quarantine still going on a little bit go ahead and watch lost i'm sure wow. you've heard bad things but you will love every single second of that show please for me it was the first premier television show it paved the way for game of thrones true detective things we know and love today please watch
2: okay first of all stop spewing your lies, lies. the sopranos the wire
1: Oh, okay. I'm sorry, I couldn't in the heat of the moment think of other premiers that does not take away Law and Order is not premiere television. Premier Television, Dan, is is more about budgeting and casting than Law and Order is an incredible show, but it is not Premier Tele. Premier Television is the transition from all of the money being in Hollywood, all of the good writers moving to television from movies. Oh, uh, okay. Sorry. Oh God, that was passionate. <laughs> a little heated. That was very passionate. Yeah. Well, dude, I, I just, I love Lost, and I get a lot of shicks. People are like, oh, well, oh, oh, aren't they all just dead at the end? What a stupid show. It's like, why don't you try watching it thinking for once, you mongrel.
0: Well, it's like saying, you know, the last season of Game of Thrones sucked, but, like, you should still watch it.
1: It sucks in comparison with, like, the peak of the show, but it's not bad television by right. any means. Exactly. Uh well, we're probably done with Diatlov, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly. about all I
2: got. Pretty uh, okay. hey,
1: Paul, freaky story. Hey, Paul, I want to say you nailed it. You Dude, it that out. was
2: awesome. Holy shit. That I was knew from the beginning. Yeah. What a ride, man.